<laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> yes. Bastard. Uh, what are we? Welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. So just so everyone knows, there's um, there's no host anymore. So the host literally gets picked seconds before we start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been. We try to be fair, but bouncing we're not. It around, and yeah, I totally got railroaded into this one. That's yeah, fair. <laughs> Generally, uh, I get to hold the keyboard. And uh, <laughs> press record whenever that happens. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've we've been here for the better part of an hour. And yeah. I did the countdown, and we started. And it, start. it wasn't me. So we started earlier because it's uh, what long yes. weekend is it? We just call it the May long weekend, but it was uh, what's it actually for? Labor Day long weekend? No, nope. that's September. <laughs> oh, it's Victoria Day. Victoria, <laughs> Victoria Day. Day. Yeah. We are horrible British Columbians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you hear? They won't. There were some people in office that were trying to change the name of, of uh, British Columbia. What? Yeah. To what? I don't know. I saw a video on it. Greenpeace it... tree hugging hippie <laughs> land or what? Like, wow. Well, there's that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny jean wearing motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> explicit lyric. Explicit lyric. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I didn't dive deep. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> It didn't yeah. pass, obviously. Like, it didn't pass enough to even get brought brought forward. <laughs> got yeah, brought up by us. Uh, That's what it. <laughs> yeah, we just brought it up. Oh man, I I don't know what the alternative would have been. No thing. No man. Well, I think actually, like jokes aside, I think they they wanted to um, pay homage to the uh, first First Nations. First Nations, oh. yeah, yeah. In, in, Indigenous heritage mm-hmm. for our province, yeah. But I mean, they got like got to look back though, like. Well, I don't know how far. Now we're talking about Jesus Christ. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've been part of the monarchy, I guess, for yeah. for how long, right? So that's that's our heritage. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be very careful here, but we shouldn't change it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's BC. It's always been BC. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, it's very rare people actually say the whole word, yeah. like both words. They just exactly. say BC. Mm-hmm. Where are you yeah. from, BC? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, like, I'm going to head on over to AB. <laughs> no, you're going to Alberta. <laughs> yeah, you're in Alberta, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. So what? Well, it's kind of like, it's kinda like Washington, D.C. They don't say district, Washington, District of Columbia. No, it's they just Washington, D.C. They say mm-hmm. we're going to D.C. Generally, they even drop to Washington. Yeah, it's yeah, true. We're just going, going to D.C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Oh, that's fun. America, <laughs> so anyways, firefighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear we do a podcast on firefighting. <laughs> yeah, we could do a really fun political redneck one. Man. We could gain a whole bunch of followers, but maybe lose a couple. <laughs> yeah, maybe lose a couple. Anyways, I'm here with three members of my firefighting family from British Columbia. <laughs> it's actually like two members. You're... Two members. <laughs> oh, at least I, count, I counted, right? <laughs> Including me. We are three members. <laughs> Oh, man. I have Ash. Hello. <laughs> and Scott. Hey. And myself. Hello. Um, what are we talking about, boys? Um, <clears throat> news. Start off with some news. Paramedic week. Yep. It is paramedic services week in British Columbia, yeah. Um, so always. So it's long. not paramedic week. It's paramedic services week? What's yeah, that? it used difference? to be called paramedic appreciation week. Now it's just paramedic services week, and that kind of encompasses oh. our emergency medical dispatchers and call takers, oh, uh, kind of everybody, all all, mm. all as a group. Um, yeah, so there's that. Way to go, paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, it's like anything. It seems like now our society, everything has to have a day or a week to thank oh. somebody. And, 
and you know it's good it brings it brings to light a lot of our um hard work that a lot of people do mm -hmm. uh and the unnoticed work especially our call takers and some of the support staff that you don't see on the absolutely, field absolutely yeah, right? sure. they're the ones that, yeah. that are making things work right mm -hmm. um and yeah people i mean we as paramedics on the street we get a lot of thanks people come up and talk to you and and thank you for things like Bye, your service. service. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, our dispatchers and call takers, though, they they actually don't get a lot. It's, it's mm -hmm. they're on the phone, and then it, it's okay. Paramedics are here. Click, and it's done. Right. Right. So this is also a big portion to help them. Mm -hmm. My wife wondered why we don't we laugh at that. At the witch. <laughs> the thank you for our service. She's like, that's so nice of them. I'm like, yeah. I don't know why. It, <laughs> it's weird though. I truly feel. It's a lot of our personalities. We're not in it for the thanks. Yeah. Right. No, for like, sure. We're not bred that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I have worked with some people that, you know, somebody hints about, Hey, I have a free coffee or this. They snag up everything and then try and get yeah. more and mm -hmm. say, yeah, hey, sorry. You know what? I would still rather pay for my coffee. I really appreciate if yeah. you mm -hmm. like force it on me, yeah. but I feel awkward accepting that i would rather yeah. pay for my coffee and just take the word thanks for sure but, but in general that thank you for your service has become like a mm -hmm. <laughs> it's become a joke in the military and the yeah and the emergency services yeah again because like i said like none of us i don't laugh at people when joined. they do it but no but like, 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 joined for that though. like we yeah. joined because you know well whatever the, your personal reason may be but uh we're yeah. the type of personalities that are here just to do it like i i don't need somebody to say thank you yeah. Like, I enjoy doing it. That's what we've always yeah. done. Right. And literally nobody has come in and thanked me for my service at my other job. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you all the time. That's right. Every time I get a discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ash. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. There's like one or two. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, it's, it's a weird thing. I know, like, when, when we had, um, like, our big mountain park fire, um, mm -hmm. and then even... Yeah, they lined up, line up in front of a stage and clapped. It was so that weird. Was so awkward. So yeah, awkward. it was the weirdest thing, <laughs> right? Like, no thank you. That was, yeah, that and was And then meanwhile, sketchy. we look up at the mountain and the forestry guys are still working their asses off. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we did some stuff on two nights. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys were up there for four weeks. Like, slogging in the mud. The forest <laughs> Not service, in the mud, because yeah. then we'd have water. But <laughs> mm -hmm. Those guys didn't get nearly the thanks they, yeah. they deserved. For Whereas sure. all the structural firefighting guys oh, yeah. got all the, all the credit for it. Yeah. And that drove me nuts. Yeah. I was working with forestry at that time. Yeah. Mm. And here we go. Big old yeah, structure guys. Big old fire. The... Structure guys are sending ladder trucks and all this yeah. useless crap <laughs> to these forest fires. Mm -hmm. And they get people lining up, giving them free massages yeah. at the fire hall. That's true. And I'm the forestry sorry. guys are living in a tent. What the, the fuck? Woods. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was getting parachuted crap. in, <laughs> jumping out in the smoke jumpers or diving mm. into stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, a little ridiculous. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people mean well by it. Like, they are, like, legitimately thanking you. Like, they... Yes. Yeah, it's... There's... That, those, those jobs, right? This is a, a thankless industry. Mm. Well, this is not it. <laughs> you know... But like we've said, we don't go out looking for it. It's not, uh, yeah. that's not why we're here. No. And in some instances, like, it is nice. Like, I love the sentiment when, you know, if you do a job, like a good job or something happens and, um, you know, somebody thanks you or whatever. Like, we've had people after, like, bad MBIs and they'll come and, like, give us, um, 
a token of their appreciation. Yeah. Right? Like, those things are nice to see. Like, hey, like, you could have been dead, but you're alive, and you're thanking us. Yeah. That's cool, right? Like, you are walking in here where, like, if you were one second or one millimeter left or right, things could have been different for mm-hmm. your life, right? Those instances are, like, I, I, I enjoy that, right? Um, but, yeah, I'm being paraded in front of a, a group of people because... That stuff's awkward. That's yeah. awkward AF, and yeah. I want no part of that. Like, it was, it's weird. Yeah. I think uh, the best type of appreciation that I've seen in my job is when a family member or the person that you may have helped mm-hmm. uh, actually comes back and yeah. thanks you in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some pretty good um, uh, kind of reconnections with other co-workers in the past where, you know, somebody's a paramedic or in the, and the crew has actually done an incredible save. Mm-hmm. And years later, that person comes back and thanks them. And that stuff's pretty emotional because there's there's that huge connection. Oh, for sure. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. pretty neat to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, um, paramedic services week all week long. Um, yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it. Perfect. Um, what else? So we wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of the rookie training stuff. That yeah, so uh, spring has come again. I guess mm-hmm. we're a little late this year. We were talking. We did start uh, late. Yeah. yeah, you know, COVID and all that crap. I, I just, I just love blaming all of it. Every time you yeah. screw something up, you're like, ah, oh, it's because of COVID. <laughs> no, literally, I just, because I, I I'm kind of the one that um, is a catalyst for the new hires because I'm the training officer. So sometimes I'm like, oh, we got to hire, like I'll mention to the selection guys, mm-hmm. hey, now when you, we probably should hire a few new guys because mm-hmm. now that this is a perfect time for training. So do they, I slack. Does your selection stuff. guys, do they, they usually have a little pool of people there or do you have to go out and... and advertise that hey we're accepting people again it, at this time it kind of gets pulled throughout the year mm-hmm. so throughout the year people come drop their applications off um you know it, i guess it would kind of suck to be the guy who drops his application off in like june because mm-hmm. we just hired yeah so um i don't know maybe those people just sit there and go like oh because these guys aren't hiring because i i still think people because it's a volunteer you know volunteer fire department people think oh of course i'm just going to come in like Mm-hmm. I think people think yeah. they just automatically you're it in. It just happens, yeah. Um, well, and we're not like that. I mean, and we're not really like we're paid on call, so yeah. Um, yeah. But we also just don't take everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So throughout the year, we 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 collect these applications, and uh, and then usually early or late, like late winter, we'll mention to the members, hey, if you got anybody that you know that wants to be a firefighter. Tell them to put their application now because we're, we're going to start a new hiring. Yeah. Because uh, you find that, I always find that's the best when we hire. I mean, there's good and bad to it. Yeah. You hire people that other people know. Mm-hmm. Typically, you're going to get um, better members, I find. People that will stick around longer because they already have a friend in the mm-hmm. department. Or, um, and usually, like, if you're the guy like putting someone's name forward, you know he's not going to be a dud because you don't want to. <laughs> but and they've probably talked about it before. They've expressed yeah. some sort of interest yeah. to you. You don't want to vouch for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know a guy. I don't like him much, but I'm going to tell him to come on possibly yeah. a 25 year stint with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and possibly back back me up in life and death situations. Yeah, like you know, you're you're probably going to get a guy that's trustworthy, like that mm-hmm. the other guy yeah. really likes. You'd hope. Yeah. If you think about it that way, because if you think about it as, yeah, this guy could potentially be here for 20 years, mm-hmm. and he's going to be backing you up on some of the worst days of your life. Absolutely. <laughs> you probably don't want to be hiring the, bringing in the guy you don't actually like. Mm-hmm. So, um, so th- yeah, th- we seem to find that way 
gets us the numbers we're looking for. Because we usually only hire three to four a year. Yeah. Because we only usually, usually lose three to four members. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's attrition through aging out or um, just guys... Jobs. Job, getting like job at a town yeah. or just mm-hmm. family commitments, that kind of stuff. We usually lose. That's always been our, our problem too is being in the small town, it's hard to get good year-round work for certain yeah. people. Yeah. So a lot of guys have to head out or end up moving their family away following that work. Yeah. And yeah, we lose a good amount of people that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so right now, um, I mean, like I said, we started a little late. Only reason why I say that because we do our layering, like we talked about, we do our layering of uh, training mm-hmm. and usually fourth or fourth, fifth week in, they do their live burn. Um, yeah. But now it's getting a little hot. Mm-hmm. Although we have an opportunity right now because uh, there's a uh, the department to directly to our north, who's one of our mutual aid departments. They've actually want to come down and do some live burn training with us. So we're going to kind of throw our rookies in because it's on a different night than our practice. Uh, we're going to throw our rookies in that night to get them their live uh, burn um, nice. check off. So that'll work. That'll work well. I yeah. Hope. Yeah. Get it done a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what they're looking for, um, the other department, like they, they want the whole cold start. Like yeah. they want to like start off super basic and then maybe yeah. do some yeah. hose handling. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I talked the to their training guy. He said that uh, yeah. we're going to do a cold start and then we're going to do some ventilation. Perfect. Mm. Some positive pressure mm-hmm. and hydraulic, which we yeah. do as one. Like we turn the fan on. Basic fire attack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, show them mm-hmm. ventilation with the fan, and then uh, they'll hit it a bit, and then they'll they'll hydraulically vent out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a good combination of those two things, because um, I find when you have the fan running uh, on a training fire, like on a pallet fire, the smoke level just isn't as thick, so you can't really see... It's a clear burning smoke. Yeah, yeah so the guys don't sure. really see the results of the PPV as much. Mm-hmm. But when you start hitting it, and then you're doing uh, the combination of the hydraulically vent, hydraulically vented fire, and then the PBV, um, mm-hmm. you can really see that 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 flume of uh, smoking hot gas is pushing out of the building. Yeah, so sure. you guys definitely get that oh, that visual, and they feel it too when they're inside, right? Mm-hmm. The temperature dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the, so the rookies will get that night. They they can come to those two nights with that department. Two nights for for them to get trained, yeah. and they can come to both if they want. So they actually get a little extra live fire training. Nice. Yeah. And then it'll be interesting to see who steps up to to do those. Like they they kind of ask like, oh hey, so yeah, we can come to these. Yeah. Do we have to come to both? Uh, I think you're like, no, you don't. Like you don't have to come to either actually because it's not actually one of our practices. Mm-hmm. However. If you don't come to these, you are one hundred percent exterior <laughs> until until the until fall. Until the fall, right? <laughs> um, and that's okay if that's what you want because of when we started. Like it's not on you to come do an extra practice where we're going to force it upon you. Um, <laughs> we all good? Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like everybody was in. Grandma's phone just rang. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> So, yeah, it sounds like we're going to get participation from everybody right. on one of the nights. Maybe we might get a little bit extra on the other. And these bonus nights, I'm sure we'll throw a quick little message to some of the guys just to help come down and tech. I don't know what the idea is going to be there, but we always get good. Well, some of the other, uh, our regular guys. Some of our regular guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Because They already had one guy 
Hey, can I come down? I'm like, yeah, sure, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Brett. Oh, yeah, yeah Brett. <laughs> Brett, like, heard it, heard, like, offhanded. He's like, can I come? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, man. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you need somebody to run the pub. You need somebody. And, like, I don't know if they'll want to be using, like, are, are they just going to bring their members? And we're going to use their own equipment? They're their pump and everything. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. yeah. That's mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you have to reload. There's there's work to be done. Yeah. Um, and there's just the whole safety aspect of it. You want to have somebody as a safe as a, uh, a safety guy on the inside. Um, and we generally get a couple of guys that want to come down and and help out because you you get to work alongside people that you generally don't always see in these mutual aid environments. So, um, yeah. So that's that's pretty sweet that they're going to get the opportunity because when we started, we kind of told them like, "Hey, sorry, um, the the way we do it is you have your first eight weeks that we we layer on this uh, training, and it starts off with uh, your SCBA, um, you know, donning doffing, um, the importance and the safety aspects of everything there, and then you get into water supply, and then and then and then, and because of the season that we're in right now, we also get them through our uh, wildland training. Um, and with that, we gave them like the, the whole preamble of you're not going to get your live fire training because we started so late. Um, so this is a bit of a bonus. So, um, it kind of, I don't want to say save the day, but for, for them, it's given them the opportunity to, to be able to get this when they weren't going to be able to prior. And it's super important too, if you have that, you know, extra time as new rookies and stuff on the department to put in as much as you can. Right, like especially if yep. this is like you said, it's it's not mandatory for them to come, but if you're free, you're gonna get a lot out of it, a lot of yeah. extra out of it, um, and mm-hmm. depending on where they are in their rotation of training, uh, they might learn some new techniques or else be able to put some of those techniques together. Yeah, and it's just that that added practice. Well, if nothing else, it's it's time, <clears throat> it's time in fire. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. time in the, when you're actually seeing fire <clears throat> roll over your head, um, mm-hmm. seeing the. Reaction to fire um, based on nozzles, um, you know, hose streams. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we a lot of times we just get let guys sit in the building and just watch what ventilation looks like from the inside because yeah. <clears throat> we can make it fairly safe. Yeah. Um, we, we know, I'll actually even, like I've said this before, I'll steam the room a bit, not over steam it, but I'll steam the room a bit just so guys can feel like what happens when you do have a, mm-hmm. like a little bit of a mistake. You want to feel that temperature change. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the big thing. Like, so. Yeah, throw them in the back yeah. corner. Yeah. Uh, we have a nice spot for egress yeah. um, where if it gets too bad, they just literally open the side door and walk mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, throw them in the back and throw a thermal camera on yeah. it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't think that's the, the exact way to describe it. Like you're saying st- steam it, but like the purpose of of doing that is, is you're just, you're spraying a little bit of ex- excessive water yeah. just to feel that temperature change over. Right? Mm-hmm. Because when you, when you hear, you know, steam room, people's like so many guys for you, Oh, you're fucking doing this in training. Yeah. And they no, lose yeah. their minds. Like, no. for sure. No, no, this is fucking safe. Yeah. No, like I purposely like, yeah. I'll disturb the thermal layer just enough. Yeah. Cause I've been doing it long enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we can go back to when we, remember when we first got the bird building. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. For a <laughs> so when we first got our bird building, we, <laughs> Like we had done live fire, but we had never teched. We didn't know what the hell we were doing at all. Trial and error. Remember we, we threw like, because we, we didn't know. We had like a brand new, we had this uh, multiple sea can set up, nice cement, everything. And if you and I and Spencer, I think, we Spencer, were in there. Yeah. And we like, okay, we put put like a pallet in there. And we sat there. And I think we didn't even have a tiger torch at the time. I think we like had a paper and a paper and a match. We had like paper and a match. We're like waiting. We're like, well, this is... It's like a campfire, right? It was like slowly building. We're like, well, this is stupid. And then we threw another pallet on. Another. And we're like... And then... Like, we didn't know what we were doing. We had... 
you know, vent holes cut, and we're trying to figure out, like, okay, well, if we open that vent at this time, what's going to happen? Well, oh, the fire should go that way. And, you know, then over time, that was, what was that, like 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. A good 10 years ago? And over time, and we did some more training, and we got some more experience, and and now we can just, like, now it's, I just show the target torch in the thing as I'm chatting, I'm, like, talking, yeah. like, like, you know, we're all in our gear. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sitting, and then you, waiting for the fire to build, we, you know, shove the target torch in, yeah. talk about what we're going to see, pull the target torch out, discuss the, um, the the fire triangle, like, hey, you know, I just took away the heat, what happens? Fire dies. Back in let it go okay now as it's building you'll see, start seeing the fire darken because there's no oxygen okay well let's open the top vent and we give it oxygen okay now look what happens yeah and then you know within 15 minutes 10 15 minutes we'll have a good rollover and i, I can pretty much get a good rollover almost on every fire now yeah um you know back in the day we were like if we got a, a good rollover we'd be like Woo! we'd want to cheer in because yeah. we got a rollover our head but, but now it's like yeah. fire's rolling over we can get it going good so yeah and like you said it's time and fire like it's so important for new people to get used to what that feels like yeah. and what hot is the comfortable hot to oh fuck this is really hot now yeah. and yeah. something's changed we need to get out mm-hmm. um, because to a lot of new people like you go into a into a burn building yeah, and they get sweaty they're freaking out and they're like oh it's so hot we're like this That's is just, not hot this is not hot <laughs> not like hot it's, at it's all. hot no yeah right mm-hmm. like you're sweaty you're like you come out of there you're drenched yeah that's hot but not dangerous But it's hot. not dangerous yeah. hot. Like, that is yeah. your gear protecting you in a burning yeah. structure. normal operating right temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what I always get them to do is, like, when we're down in that kneeling position, because we have uh, what they commonly refer to as a Swede. You know, we have the, the higher up, uh, the can that's about four feet high. Mm-hmm. So the fire is going to be burning above us. Yeah. Um, so I always get the guys to stand up throughout different phases of the fire. Like initially, I was getting them to stand up. Okay, put your hand up high up into this roof as you can get. So they put their hand up in the ceiling, and then they, um, you know, basically their fingertips are now getting hot, mm. like that kind yeah. of dangerous mm. hot. Like, ooh, I don't want to put my finger there much longer. Yeah, okay, ready back down. We'll chat for another minute or two, talk about you know watching the thermal layer, watching the smoke layer. Okay, everybody stand back up again. Now they're like they can barely raise, raise their hand above their head. Oh, that's really hot now. Okay, we're back, back down again. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk for a little while longer. Now the thermal layer is slowly dropping. And I, and I don't get them to stand up anymore. I'm just like, okay, put your hand up. And they're like, whoa. Okay, now touch your, yeah. touch your helmet. Mm-hmm. Oh, now they feel how hot their helmet's getting. Mm-hmm. And then now they're starting to And how to not hot their head is. Yeah, and how now, now I'm like, now, now you trust your gear. Now, now you're starting to understand what, mm-hmm. why it's important mm-hmm. to do those checks on yourself. And just even that thin cloth of the balaclava mm, how well it's protecting you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so and then you know then we start doing a couple uh, water applications knocking the fire back watching it darken down discussing when you you know when you would apply the water because if you're doing a search like I think you said last week mm-hmm. you don't always you don't always want to knock the fire down right away mm-hmm. yeah, that little bit of glow will help you yeah, for you a moment that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that and yeah that's the perfect thing that's why if you are able to walk through it slowly yeah. And layer it that way, and then okay, now we're gonna get into the scenarios, mm-hmm. and then you can start pushing the team through. Yeah, but yeah, because like you said, it, you want to be able to use that glow uh, to your advantage, but obviously not too long. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. as you that's know. glowing, yeah. your thermal air is dropping, and yeah. and, and, and yeah, yeah. I want mm-hmm. I want a quick glow so I can glance in. Hey, yeah. that mm-hmm. room is clear. Hit yeah. it. Use your reach a stream. Away mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Yeah. But it's super good for them to see that. Like even on a power fire, like we we have access to a bunch of hay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just toss like a quarter bale of hay on there, 
um, you kind of get it wet prior, it creates pretty thick smoke. Mm-hmm. So it also shows you that smoke layer that drops down and the visibility change. So as that smoke layer is dropping, obviously if you're standing upright or even if you're like, you know, crouched, you can't see shit. Yeah. But hey, now get get low, get underneath that layer. Oh, I can see everything again. Or I mean, it's not you know crystal, but you got vision again. So it's a really good, you know, it's a good teaching moment where there's no stress. I mean, they they might be stressed as oh yeah, the, okay. the I've seen guys with like eyes big as saucers in there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, being in there, you know, we're just like chilling, <laughs> and then we look yeah. over like, oh, you're right, man. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, they start <laughs> they start freaking out because they can't see because it's it's steamed yeah, up. It's steamed, it's steamed up, yeah. as well. Right? Yeah, exactly. Say, well, guess what? Get your ass in the door, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's gonna go away. Yeah, but you sit there, hover by the door, it's gonna stay steamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, no, it builds that confidence, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's why I say, like, as a rookie, you know, the, any extra chance you get to go into a burn building like that, take it. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's super important. You know, there's always an argument about documenting uh, every time you're going into any carcinogens yeah. and yeah. your gear and stuff, yeah. which is totally true. But that's the job. We have to go in. Document we have to be prepared that you went into it. the training. Yep. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like, you know, it shows... Um, how normalized that environment can become. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, like, uh, I want to pick my words here, because you don't want to treat it like it's not, like it, it's, it's not dangerous. You don't mm-hmm. want to be complacent. But you, you watch our guys and you watch how everybody reacts to it. Uh, versus like those new people coming through or even you know some of these departments that haven't had the opportunity to be in there as often as we do um we're not like nonchalant like this isn't a dangerous situation but we're not tense like you're moving with a purpose you're falling back to your training and nobody's panicking and that's the biggest thing like i've seen people um where they'll go into the burn like just a burn building like where it is a safe environment but it's that panic like man it's crazy it's yeah. crazy it's super hot the fire the fire our guys go in there and even on like like a, a wicked scenario night i mean everybody's working hard and you know like everything's like heightened mm-hmm. but you're still it's it's not it's not that uh like the, that panic so you're not complacent but you're you're just you're just comfortable. Conditioned to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're yeah. aware of the dangers for sure because yeah. we've, we've had structure fires plenty. We've had our, you know, acquired structure, which, um, you know, that was a really good awakening, I think, for, for all of our guys, mm-hmm. you know, myself included, is, you know, like when you have a structure fire, um, you don't get that that whole, like, moment to, to sit back and really observe because you're it, like that's not a teaching moment on a live fire or a live <laughs> scenario you know like we're gonna slow this down and t- teach our guys you have a job to do um but like we had that that uh, mobile and half halfway through we paused for a sec and said hey like what do you see what do you hear like this is not a sea can anymore yeah. this is everything around you is combustible and it's starting to combust. So, like, that's a It'll, good... like, pop off behind you. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that was the thing. Like, okay, like, now it's starting to lick over our heads. Like, in the burn building, if it starts to roll over your head, it just finds an escape, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Well, now we're in this building, <laughs> and it's rolling over our heads, that's and cute. shit's starting to light behind yeah. you. So, I'm like, you, we should probably do something about that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. 
and it was a quick fix. But, uh, you know, it's nice to have the, the crawl before you walk. Um, the burn building is a crawl, and then you can make it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But throwing guys into an acquired structure... Um, you need... Yeah... You need a bit more training just to jump into the, For sure. the acquired structure. It's, I believe it's so. not it's not the type of building to teach your rookies in. Absolutely not. You yeah. training yeah. And, you, and you need to be it, ready for it. It like, mm-hmm. changes fast. Yeah. I, I was yeah. chuckling here when you were talking because the last acquired structure we had a couple of years back was literally the building right next to the fire hall, mm-hmm. right across yeah. the street. And uh, <laughs> our chief at the time, uh, Ryan's like, Gate, talk, go in there. So me and whoever else was with me, we were tasked to start the fire in the bathtub. In the mm. bathroom. It's like, perfect, perfect little safe spot for it. It's going to go up tile. Yeah, it's going to start rolling over. They're going to come in around the corner, and they're doing a search in, and then they're going to hit it. Well, it gets going. It's starting. It's starting. And they ended up pausing the team and doing a little teaching moment in this big living yeah, room. Yeah, those times you're like, come on! I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, come on. Next thing you know, it's rocking, it's rolling out towards them. Like, fucking real fire, boys! Yeah. <laughs> hit it, hit it! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it changed fast. Mm-hmm. And it does, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's dry cedar is... bush didn't help, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's so you have to, your fire starter was a cedar bush? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was, uh, we did it a couple of times actually. And that one time it was harder to relight and that's when it just, it went up really good. But yeah, they sneak up on you sometimes. So you got to be, got to make sure everybody's on the same page. And that was for that moment, because we've already done it two other times and it was going really well. Mm -hmm. Then we decided, okay, well, third team and we put the newer guys in now at that point. And then it took a few moments longer Right. Going through that big living room, teaching them little key points where we should have done it earlier in a different mm-hmm. setting. Without it being on without fire. Without it being on fire. Yeah. But, yeah. One of those things. It was another great teaching point. Mm. Yeah. And it was safe. Like, we had lines everywhere, right? Yeah. It was just one of those, like, hey, if you don't hit this now, we need to back out and actually get a proper team in here to hit it. So, right. Yeah. I always find the, uh, on those, any of the structures, whether it's burn building or acquired, one of the best teaching things is, is just tell guys to go in the other room. Like, just the next room over. And watch. And, and either close the door or it's just keep shielded behind the wall. Because mm-hmm. there's always this, you know, these stories of, oh, you hit it, you hit the, you hit it with too much water and you'll steam, like, people in three bedrooms away. It's like, yeah, that's kind of being disproven by yeah. science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, science. My and, kid said know, that tonight at, at, at the table. Kid said that? Science. Yeah, he's like, we're, like, saying something. He's like, ha, science. So, like, you know, I, just everywhere we go, like, just tell the guys, you know, hey, just pop in the next room over mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything will change. Like, literally, the entire fire will change yeah. like, for you yeah. if you pop over and use or reach a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, the only people in, are going to be that people in that direct room that's on fire, or maybe one slightly over might be slightly affected by the steam. But, yeah. Um, but that whole, like, oh, you'll push fire with. If you, the old steam killed the whole entire building. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of works. The old, the old <laughs> yeah. boys talking. Yeah. yeah. Temperatures will drop and make everything better. Yeah. 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 It might get bad for a minute in the fire room. Mm-hmm. That's what ventilation's for. And that's what ventilation's for. That's just it. Like, everything's so subjective. Like, there's, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. And we've learned that in fucking whatever, in grade five. I don't know. When we did it, but <laughs> either way, right. you, you learn it. <laughs> yeah. But still, it's like, as it's evolved, 
And with all the fire science and the studies going on, and they've proven it so many times that, like you said, just water on, on the fire is <laughs> yeah. so key. And it's crazy. You get into these uh, these conversations with these guys on Facebook. <laughs> don't do yard work around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's not revisit Got a that one. Coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a new one? You got a new idea? Well, we're not going to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It's not, it's we'll circle back to that later. It goes into the other one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the triage one? Oh, no, it, it, would, be a, it would be a similar uh, shirt to that. Mm. <laughs> Similarly as offensive, so we won't, get, we won't be making that. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So, yeah, with, so with our rookie training, uh, I think we've said this before, what we do is we start with uh, PBE, SCBA, first night. Just go over that with them. Uh, Two-hour practice. And then we, um, and then the next night we, we, so obviously they're not signed off yet that night. They're, mm. that's like their first night. Just getting orientated in. Getting orientated yeah. on it. And then the next night we start them, uh, like Ash drove, drives in the, drove in the truck last week and they're all in the back and we give them a long time to suit, like mask up. So we, they drive around, we drive around, they mask up. And by the time they get to where I am with the hydrant, they're all masked up, ready to go. They, mm. they come out and then we kind of look at things like a couple guys said their straps twisted and we're like, oh yeah, don't twist your strap, do this. And then we show them hydro, and we do water supply the whole night. Now the next week we're gonna they're gonna drive out again. They're gonna drive now. It's gonna be a shorter time. Now they're gonna have to drive like maybe a, a block away. And then by the time they get back, they're gonna have to have all their gear on. Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna one of them is gonna hit the hydro, mm-hmm. and then that'll be and then we'll go into um, hose streams, how to use hoses and how to deploy hose lines and stuff. And then the next week will be will be the live fire, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna drive up. They'll hit the hydrant, and then they'll deploy the hoses, and then we'll pause there, and yeah. then we'll do the safety briefs on the live fire. So that's, that's how we find. Um, I I think that's the best way we've found so far, because literally by week five, all their PPE and SCBA will just be second nature to them. Yeah. Because now they're not worried about it anymore. They're like, I always find when you start testing people on these things, like when you're like, oh yeah, now we're gonna check you off, and then people are like, oh, they start yeah. getting really nervous. Mm-hmm. Versus now over time. On the fifth week, I can be like, okay, mm-hmm. I've saw you put your SCB on like five times now. Yeah. And we fixed you. And your last time through, you just put it on perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check. Yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about that. There's uh, We had some instructors um, that used to teach us um, called ITLS, the International Trauma Life Support. And um, <clears throat> basically, they found that through the course of the, of the, of the uh, event, you know, you practice all these sims, all these different scenarios and everything else. But then as soon as it comes down to the, the practical evaluation of it, yeah. people were nervous and making stupid little mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they had to do remedials and this and that. Yeah. And so what they did now, without even telling you, you know, that that morning of, um, of kind of your exams, it's like, hey, this is time to practice, get in your groups. Right. Here's mm-hmm. your sims, here's your scenarios. Everybody take a turn doing every every uh, cycle, whether you're the attendant, the helper, the driver, um, the firefighter, the patient, right? Yeah. And but we didn't know they're sitting back watching us do all these competencies. And as long as you nailed it, yeah. then you were signed mm-hmm. off. But they didn't tell you that until the end of the day. Yeah. And the only time, the only thing they did say, hey, okay, you know, we're gonna do two more two more practice scenarios before exams. Um, Ash, you know, we're going to get, you you can start this one, but that was because you made a slight mistake. So this is Mm -hmm. your, 
kind of remedial. Yeah, before, before the, the exam, exam, right? Right. And then everybody, give you everybody, one more chance hit, everybody hits it out of the park mm-hmm. way more. And then we asked about the exam. They said, oh, you guys are done. You're signed off. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. We've watched you do this, like said, five times. Mm-hmm. You guys nailed everything. Where you go. So I'm not going to sit down there and say, now it's the exam. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you were all over the place in those other ones, we'd spend more time with you. Yeah. yeah. And then go through it. Mm-hmm. So. I know some people argue like, well, adding that, adding that stress of the exam is like adding the stress of a call. I'm like, it's a totally different stress. No, it's a yeah. totally different. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, same thing as like guys that are qualifying for pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like, hey, uh, yeah, now you're going to be doing your pistol recall. And we get a little check mark and book out and they're like, yeah. ah, and they're shaking, they're missing stuff. It's like versus, okay, we're just going to train. Okay, run yeah. you through this. And then uh, next thing you're like, oh, by the way, you're signed off. Yeah. I am? Yeah. Evaluating somebody when some, you're standing there with mm-hmm. a piece of paper and yeah. a pen staring, watching for every little thing yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to glance at it. Okay, I know you need to keep, you need to do it in this sequence. And these are the three or four or five key things I need to make sure you hit. Yeah. You know, in sequence. You know, I may glance at it and just leave it. Put it down, watch you, observe you yeah. throughout the course of, of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, if there's a remedial, have a discussion and go from there and then do it again. But yeah. when somebody stands there, you're setting up for failure. Some people sure. some people learn so different. Like some people are very comfortable in those types of environments. Yep. Uh, they're methodical. They, they just have that, that process built in their head step by step by step. And other people just need that more time to do that muscle memory and, mm-hmm. and learn that way. And what, so like we just got through our first responder courses and like everything else in the fire service, you're never going to be alone. Mm -hmm. And like, that was one of my big things is in these Sims, you've got like one or two assistants who are useless. Yeah. Yeah. I always love that. He's a trained assistant, uh, but he's not trained enough to think on his own. What? Yeah. So he's like, he's a fucking pylon. can toss you he's, he's slightly better than the untrained assistant you get in like in the regular first aid class right <laughs> yeah it's like what so yeah why am I, I working with this idiot yeah like, can I just not be or can I get a better assistant we talked about the reality is if you're rolling in two or three strong it really doesn't matter what position you're in because you're a team yeah. and everybody's going to have strengths and weaknesses yeah. and your success is the team aspect yeah yeah which again comes back to our rookie training the success is built in the team that you're training with yeah and the importance of doing it with the team and that's what we've done now mm-hmm. rather than you know bringing one guy in who just you know you roll the dice and tonight you're doing writ and yeah. this is your first practice tonight you're doing that never, that never happened <laughs> right that may have happened to Ash on the first night practicing <laughs> you know or like okay you're a brand new firefighter well tonight we have a you know auto X scenario oh sweet what's this guy gonna do he's prob- probably gonna be a patient or something like, or like you know it's just not this This is way way better yeah um, you're getting those base skills and you're becoming a like back to the you're fucking useless for three years comments <laughs> that we used to get. We used well, to get. Like, and that the was problem a thing. too. And you, you potentially were. Yeah. <laughs> the problem too was that, you know, you start out as one person getting hired into the group. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, everybody wants to meet you. You want to meet and, and be part of that team. Yeah. But now, at some point, somebody's going to be pulling aside, teaching those little little things that like we just talked about. Um, 
but there, there's no cohesiveness. There's no teamwork. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, um, what's yeah. the word? Just uh, like bonding from, from yeah. your team and your cohort, right? Yeah. So it's a lot harder to get into a group of people that you don't know. <clears throat> right. And the fire service is a very clicky, tight service, like yeah. any emergency mm-hmm. service. Like we're a tight family. Um, and it takes a bit to build that, that trust yeah. and bond, right, to, yep. to get into it. So I think by having these cohorts and these hiring groups now, um, that, that's it's just so much better. Mm-hmm. The co- the cohesion. Cohort become a main main standard word now. What? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of it before, and then and then all of a sudden cohort. The first <laughs> time I heard that was when I did our training because we were a cohort. We're a cohort yeah. six. That was my my group. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I heard it in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, COVID came. Yeah. I heard my dad yell at a. Uh, <laughs> a guy trying to sell vacuum cleaners or something. He's like, you and your cohorts were already here. I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> He's yelling at him. <laughs> like, that was like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. That was, was a cohort. Yeah. I think it's like a Roman, uh, it's like a Roman military unit. It's a cohort. Hmm. Are you going to look it up and make sure? double check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, again, like it's, it's so important having that group together and you need to stay as a group. You can't just have other guys wander off or get pulled out of that that um that team one of 10 divisions one ancient roman legion Woo! Big brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice that's awesome how do you know that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think i read a book once <laughs> on roman military tactics or something <laughs> for that time you just want to spear somebody <laughs> good thing i have my cohort with me <laughs> yeah exactly uh, anyways, but yeah, you 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 don't want guys to start going into other groups or, or pulling off into other training divisions because again, you want that cohesiveness, mm-hmm. you know, with the new people. Yeah. Um, and we talk a lot about you know hiring processes. There's some guys that come from other departments or other disciplines that may have a lot of knowledge or similar knowledge, mm-hmm. um, and then you, you could be right next to someone <laughs> that has nothing that is learning it's from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're both going to learn differently. Mm-hmm. You, like if I went into a different department, I could probably bring a lot of different knowledge, but I'm also going to learn a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn a lot from the person beside me. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to. Well, we had a guy coming from your department once. I was going to say that, yeah. Um, Kevin, and he's been, mm-hmm. you know, he was, I think he was almost an officer in your department. It was really close to. Kev, Kev yeah. he was, he was great he was uh still is still is, yeah still is sorry he's better no, here still now. Yeah. Saying he's better here than uh. <laughs> screw you guys <laughs> no but like he he's like he's that typical firefighter that you want right he's he's yep. the jack of all trades he can uh exceed in in any of the yep. disciplines and you don't have to ask him twice like mm-hmm. you know he's confident and comfortable in every job yeah and um like when he started i was like hey man uh, i know you spent some time down there i'm like this is our deal he's like yeah sure yeah. And he literally like just did everything, and, and he had a group of people next to him who had never put a face piece on. And he was yeah. never like he wasn't the one going like, I can tell you a story or two. It's like he was never that guy. Mm. Never said any like never told us any of his stories. No, um, never went like oh well where I came from this is how it's done. It's like he never did any of that be, stuff. Yeah, you got to yeah. be careful with that because everybody like again everybody learns differently and everybody's going to take different pieces of information and process yeah. it right. Yeah. So, do you want to be that guy that said, oh, well, once this happened, yeah. and then, you know, buddy beside me here, that's totally. the only thing he takes away from that conversation? No. Yeah. Like, he, 
Yeah. Yeah. Shut up and everyone learn together. In the beginning, mm-hmm. that's very, very key. Very, yeah. very good point is, like, right now, these people are a sponge. Yeah. And, like, a sponge, a lot of shit, like, a lot of water gets into the sponge and then runs out. Yeah. But it does keep some. So you don't want the useful information to be the water that runs through and then exactly. it hangs on to this story in the back, back of the day, this happened. Oh, well, was that right? So now in the shit... They just remember remember. this because it was probably said as a joke. So now that stress of learning is off. Mm -hmm. So ha ha ha, joke, joke, joke. And this is what's stuck in my mind. Like, let's fucking shut up, listen, and everybody be a part of the program. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, Kev was great. Just fucking shut up. He listened. And, you know, there was times where he'd say, yeah, like, he'd come up afterwards and tell us a story about, hey, yeah, like, we've gone through this before and this happened. And we would discuss it in in a non-teachable moment. And that's great. But when it was the group, he was just another firefighter learning the skill set to be a, you know, contributing member. Absolutely. And the biggest thing for any emergency service in the fire department there's not, not one call is the same. Right. Everything is different. So you need to be so versatile and have that knowledge base to, to draw from. It's like when I started out as a paramedic, it's the same thing. I was, I was in the service for five years before I went down to Lower Mainland for full time. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that was ever told to me is go down there and don't say a fucking word. Shut your mouth and listen and learn. You're useless for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Absolutely. It was, it's a completely new world and I felt fairly comfortable. Like I made, I made my career excel and then went down there and I was like, Ooh, I quickly realized I don't know shit. Mm -hmm. Like you, uh, you really learn a lot. Um, and it's from different people and then you weed out the people you don't want to listen to, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, it's the same in the fire service. Mm -hmm. You need to, you need to listen and learn. And then there's a time and place to have that light, you know, laughter and and joke. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when I'm like if I'm teaching down on the coast for some of the law enforcement stuff, it's like we will go over like me and some of the other instructors. We were like, we all know what we're doing, but we're like, hey, let's go over this technique mm-hmm. because when you're teaching like 30, 40 guys who've never seen use of force stuff, <laughs> and then you're like, okay, and it's it's not like a, like I find the fire service almost easier because you know the hose is a hose, and yeah. if you turn the bail this way, you know you probably get this reaction from the nozzle and like that. But when you're trying to do it on another person, and and they don't know what you're like, they're not going to fall the way you want them, or they're not going to mm-hmm. do this. And so we will go over it, and some people will say, "Well, you're cheating because they're not showing their technique works right." No, well, no, <laughs> we we want it to work perfectly the first time, so that way it, that that snapshot when the yeah. when the new guys see it, they're like, okay. Because we've done it before when we've not we've not practiced before and we just did something. And then next thing we look around and like 40 guys are doing like exactly what we didn't want them to do. And now we're like, okay, now we have to, now to, reel that now we have to retrain them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's way worse. <laughs> it's way yeah. worse than getting it right the first time. Showing yeah. the right way. Not having anybody like, oh, quote, let's try this now. Yeah, quote, cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Give them, like paint the picture of what like, they need to have it. in yeah. their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that comes down to up for success. Exactly, and that comes down to the training techniques that you talk about layering, right? Yeah, you gotta. This is the foundation. This is the base layer, and these are the little techniques that you will learn to make mm-hmm. that easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we could probably ramble ramble on about that for. I'll probably wrap it up because it's a long <laughs> weekend and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. So. 
Yeah, man. All I, right. I think I still smell like camper. I know I still smell like camp, camper. So. Oh, I smell I like go dust because I've been working my yard. Nice. <laughs> Bear fence up. Fences up. Yeah. Nice. Doing some uh, irrigation mm-hmm. prep now. Nice. Yeah. Your fence made out of wood. Wood and Ooh. wire. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your money bags there. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, it's farm fencing. <laughs> Anyways, on to shout outs. Mm-hmm. Modus. Modus, I'll grab that. So we just got a care package from Modus. Pretty sweet. Um, we were talking about doing, well, we are going to be doing a um, some sort of a giveaway. Modus has stepped up and given us some product as well, so that's yeah. awesome. Um, hindsight, we weren't thinking that this was the long weekend and we were going to be ill-prepared, so we're not going to roll that out this week. We're going to come up with a, a bit of a program that we can put together. So get Modus on, maybe. We should definitely get those guys on as well. Maybe yeah. Can, yeah, maybe that's when we can do it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Maybe, yeah, I like that, <laughs> right? Um, but we did get a uh, one of their new pieces of kit. They got a um, seatbelt cutter, so it looks like a spanner, a uh, mini spanner, with a cutter on the end of it. So they also nice. gave us a bunch of other shit, but uh, that was the new, the new. That'd thing be cool because I went through this with those, like a lot of the seatbelt cutters they gave us. It's like a little fiddly little thing. You're like. Trying to find yeah. it, and mm-hmm. like even my kind of one I got from Benchmade, it's it's got like a uh, like a ring, like like a like finger yeah. ring, and, you can slide. And, and it's pretty good. Like I like, mm-hmm. it. but it's almost too small because like I I've freaking lost that thing like three different times, and I've always been good enough to find it again because it's like a little bit piece of paracord wrapped on it. So yeah, I'll, right. I'll see that in the dark. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, that sounds the mini spanner. Yeah, and it fits in your in yeah. your gear nicely, especially if you have a pocket organizer. Yeah, pocket organizer. yeah. So. That's pretty sweet. Um, so we'll be playing around with that a little bit. Um, but they do have their pocket or- organizers. They've got some toolkits. They've got uh, um, like a mini IFAC kind of deal. Um, We've been making our own motor gear too. Yeah, exactly. We're uh, putting. Uh, we're gonna try to put a strap, a belt loop strap, on our pocket or- pocket organizer to allow mm-hmm. for that toolkit for auto extrication. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how that goes because it's pretty much a perfect size for the tools it we is, need for AutoX. Scott, you know, rather than just throwing everything <clears> haphazard <throat> into like a carpenter's type pouch, yeah, this will big. at least be easy to grab. You can just get tool, tool, tool. This yeah. is what you need. So a lot easier. And when you're not, like if you're the officer or or a member that's not going to be gloved up um, and in actively doing it, you got the dexterity if you can pick out whatever tool you need, hand that off to the person. And then once they're done, mm-hmm. they hand that back. So yeah, we're pretty excited to get that, that thing rolling. We uh, reached out to them with uh, um, couple a couple ideas, yeah. and uh, I mean, surprise, surprise, they already had them. Um, <laughs> I was like, sure you did. Come on now. I just, I'm, well, on a podcast, I'm basically there. making you rich here. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Snagger Tool, Hydrant Wrench, Force Entry, Soft Entry, mm-hmm. um, and a whole bunch of new stuff's coming out here. So uh, awesome. yeah, so, really, really cool. Check them out. Um, discount code if you purchase off of them, which you should, is DTFF5 gets you 5% off. Awesome. Uh, Stop the Bleed. It is still Stop the Bleed month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say we're wrapping up? I Stop the Bleed. Oh, oh nice. Oh. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stop the Bleed. StopTheBleed.org. Go online. Check it out. Um, again, it's the end of the month here for uh, the Stop the, Ble- Stop the Bleed month. So we want to uh, make sure everybody's aware about um, stopping that bleed. 
<laughs> no, uh, we always joke. Make sure your tourniquets are out of. I'm still carrying my tourniquet you got one in your pocket. The, uh, Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cargo pants season. Cargo yeah, pants. Cargo short season. Short season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't have it at that car at that vehicle accident right. I went to the other day, and I was like, oh, should I have a tourniquet on me? So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, well, it is. It, I mean, the guy didn't need it, but mm-hmm. he could have. Yeah. Like well, his leg didn't fall off or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's hiking season again, and mountain biking, and. Yeah, quad yeah. and dirt biking. Hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. Uh, yeah, make sure your tourniquet is out of the wrapper, or else you're buying somebody a beer. Right, Doctor Nick's gonna want a beer. There it is. Um, yeah, direct pressure, uh, wound packing. Um, go online, check us out on our Facebook and uh, YouTube stuff for that. Uh, we made a bunch of video content on that as well. Saying Doctor Nick's been doing some videos. You see those? Oh, has he? No videos. They're just um in honor of Paramedic Week. I just realized it. Uh, from Kerpa. Yeah. Nice. One was funny. Was that one where you uh, you're in regular clothes and then you do your there's some song that plays. I don't know. It's probably a TikTok thing. I'm oh, sure that's it's a TikTok. Thing. And then and then they change into like whatever. So yeah. he goes from his regular street clothes into his uh, his uh, paramedic gear. Nice. But yeah. but he's got like the full like he's got the full Euro. Orange he's got the suit. yeah Euro orange jumpsuit and the white helmet. And I swear it looks like he's attacking a Death Star every time I see that. <laughs> 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 you got to see it. It looks I'm, like he's about to go on a, on a trench this, yeah. run. Nice. <laughs> I said that to him about that course, and he did. I don't think he thought it was as funny as I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, stop the bleed. Go online, check it out. See if you want to become an instructor or if there's any instructors near you as well. Mm. Um, and segue into that, Rescue Essentials. Uh, go online to uh, rescueessentials.com. Uh, this month, stop the bleed is your discount code for 25% off all Stop the Bleed products and training products. Um, great, great website resource for uh, tons of different kits and supplies. So go on, go online to rescuecentrals.com, check them out. Then we've got the uh, Tanner Olson. Sorry. Scott. Mm. Um, yeah, Tanner Olson. Um, in honor of Tanner Olson, I bought a pickup truck. Yay! <laughs> I hope it treats you well. I actually haven't heard that song yet. Oh, really? I should play the my new pickup truck. You should, absolutely. You should, absolutely. No, I think I've heard the song. I haven't heard it more than a couple times. Mm. Yeah. Atta boy. Anyway, maybe I'll play that on the way home tonight. We'll, get, we'll get some scratches yeah. and mud on it here soon. Yeah. yeah. Why not? What? Get your truck. <laughs> Why? Because it's a truck. Yeah, you mm. need the BC pinstripe. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, Tanner Olson, country music out of Chilliwack. Let's just say Vancouver. <laughs> the whack. The whack. Yeah, the lower mainland. Um, mm-hmm. They are going to be, I think they're doing live music right now. Starting to open up. Mm-hmm. Starting to look better. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Numbers are dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was cranking some Tanner Olsen uh, this morning. Kids were running around the yard. I was sitting on the deck with coffee. It's great. Nice. Getting your getting your coffee licked by your dogs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> dogs drinking my coffee. Jeez. That's awesome. That's your DTFF mug. <laughs> it was out of my DTFF mug. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting some good play on that. Yeah. Most there. That's awesome. Anyway, Santa Olsen, country music <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify. Check them out. Beauty. Um, and then you have us. We do have us. You also have us. <laughs> um, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, TikTok for all of your your whatevers. Uh, YouTube though is where all of our our good video content will be going. Um, yeah, we should make videos. I, I, I think we're uh, we're pretty much to the point now. I think well, as of tonight at midnight, I think we're gonna get some some of our uh, our restrictions may maybe coming off. So we'll see. Yeah, tomorrow. Night. No, tomorrow. Oh, night. sorry, tomorrow. Night. tomorrow night. Um, 
See, it's the long weekend still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tomorrow night midnight um, is their their next day. So I mean, obviously we won't hear about it until the following. But um, with that, I think we're gonna hopefully be able to get out and do do some more videos. Yeah. Um, just a, a I'm pretty sure we can do videos up until this point. Again, COVID. Again, back to the old. Let's blame everything on COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that mail late? COVID. Okay. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. unreasonable. You gotta start wearing the Why is there no trucks in the Ford dealership? The random yeah. stuff, and then you go through it. Then you get lots of footage. Mm-hmm. What's that? GoPro again. Yeah, I actually just dug my GoPro out the other day. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it attached back in my helmet. I got too hot in one of our last burns, <laughs> and I can't. Uh, I can't offload video from it so i have to take the um sd card the micro sd out oh. put it into a sd reader and oh. upload it that way yeah right. yeah something some got fucked yeah. it, it was yeah like the actual plastic case around it was uh like melting you you had yours up higher right yeah and then i moved it so the first time i had it up like where it would sat on right. top of the helmet like yeah. not on top but like on top of the the, the brim. bill brim whatever mm-hmm. uh and now i've yeah i've moved it where it sits down yeah. under yeah because i slung mine low so mm-hmm. it's by my ear so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like my heat gauge so my ear starts getting warm I'm like okay <laughs> probably do half of the camera too <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. Uh, yeah yeah even if we grab a couple i mean i don't know what we can all share but i mean training stuff wise at least mm-hmm. um It'd be good. So watch for that. Yeah. And give good. us a, yeah, like, share, How many other subscribe. things is? There's so much training videos out there from Fire. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to show anything brand new? Probably not. No. No. Um, you know, yeah, we have some stuff, but it's mostly stuff we've seen elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think with the training ground, though, it'd be good to get out and do some of the specific things we talked about with this training ground. Just right. Because yeah. it's kind of a unique... Uh, area where right. a lot of departments well. don't yeah. have it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of space there. Yeah. Maybe reach out to us. Um, shoot us a Facebook message or whatever and let us know kind of things that you guys would like to see. Uh, do you want to see training stuff? Do you want to see idiots, um, idiots like us, like Jason Patton, being funny idiots? Do you want to see whatever? Um, yeah. Yeah, reach out. Mm-hmm. I'd be really curious to see what, uh, if anything... You guys want to see us too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got a few ideas we can talk about too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm right. lighting my junk on fire and then hitting it with a weed whacker. What? What? Did you see that? No. It was on the Firefighter Chronicles. Oh, really? This like, pro wrestler. They lit his, they like, they like sprayed oh. like, like lighter fluid on his junk. Mm. And of course it soaked in, they lit it. And then, <laughs> and then if, you know, they're like, yeah, then what do you do next? You take a weed whacker to it. <laughs> oh, get him in the, his whole pants were going off. He's trying to get his pants off. It's ridiculous. Uh, lighter fluid and cotton doesn't go no doesn't go well. It soaks. It was great. <laughs> it Fenton. It does. I'm watching that guy now. Oh, the guy with the big mustache. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> well, you got to work with fire, do you boys? Go get him. <laughs> well, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Truck slides back, smashes into the engine. Right. Uh, cotton, oh. cotton and lighter fluid. All I remember is. Is the midget wrestling story? Yeah, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> no, I think when it was built that way, you can. It was, yes, it was. It, yeah, we we responded to uh, somebody who was burnt. Really? And, yeah, and we. This is years oh ago. God. I'm allowed to talk about it now. So we roll up in the back alley, and we're thinking, "Okay, we got a guy who's got a whole pile of burns." We roll up, and there's all these yeah. little people, wrestlers, in gear. Costumes waving us in, like, 
oh my god, here we go, this is happening. We, we roll in, and we run downstairs, and Buddy is all back, where he's fully grown yeah. adult. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I guess you're our, our patient. I was all excited to oh, have, I see a, you have a wrestling, yeah. wrestling costume right. guy. But he, yeah, they doused uh, lighter fluid all over this table, part of the act. Uh, he got body slammed on the table, and he's wearing a cotton shirt and just soaked up all the lighter fluid. Oh, he was running around yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they got a little excessive on the lighter fluid. <laughs> anyway, it was an awesome night. <laughs> Speaking of stories, did you hear one of this weekend? Oh, <laughs> shit, yeah. So, we told our story. This is funny. We told our story where we... Did we tell it on the podcast? We came across the... Motorbike accident, and the paramedics thought he was the guy was dead. And we're like, no, no, he's totally conscious. Yeah, they're like, what? They're like, oh, really? Because they totally thought he was dead because mm. of, of the accident scene. Mm. They're like, oh, this guy, yeah. be... but no, he was actually totally literally alive. expecting and to like the quote scrape scrape him off the, yeah. the deal. But yeah. like, no, he was definitely still alive. Like conscious breathing, mm-hmm. talking to us, <laughs> a yeah. couple scraped knuckles. <laughs> yeah, um, like he was in. He wasn't like mint, but he was. No. Totally not going to die on the floor there. Yeah. Um. So we went up and had a a night at the uh, uh, father-in-law's cabin. He's a uh, ex firefighter for many many years, and we were just saying that yeah, like we we were up in Kelowna the other day, and uh, we came came across this call. Told told him the story of how these guys, and he was in the town that he used to be a firefighter in, and he's like, oh, I got one better than that. And now this is, again, going back at least 20 years, so I can probably say this. So they had somebody on the department or worked alongside the department that's, um, because if, if anybody knows when the corner service is um, is needed, it's generally a bit of a lengthy wait to get them out there. Yeah. Um, so at this point, there was somebody that would take photos of the scene um, for the department side of life or in and around that. So anyway, they... At least that's they, what the story was. He just sounded like had some weird... Fetish in photos. Yeah. So, <laughs> as I was saying, this is Scott the first time he didn't piece the puzzle together that okay, he was the ex or the, the father in law ex firefighter. Um, so, yeah, I thought some random person. Just was some dude was like, yeah, like, there's a dead guy. Click. <laughs> so, it's for for this. He uh, so they have this guy. He, he comes out to all these calls. So they they get this call, and it was a like a massive boat fell off the cribbing. And crushed a guy. Ooh. So, like, they are expecting that this guy is not going to make it. So, the photographer is dispatched, and they come up, and they're like, yeah, better come take photos of this guy, because he's dead. And then, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, God. Oh, God. Python action. Yeah. <laughs> not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> So God. then the work started to happen apparently, but uh, yeah, I don't yeah. believe he, I don't believe he was on scene at that point. It was just uh, a back. funny story from back back in the day, yeah. and that uh, we can only hope that the guy made it. But uh, yeah, crazy. Back to what we always talk about you know, on training nights is be very very careful what you say on yeah. certain scenes Absolutely. and how we communicate because we end up talking to each other a lot, not thinking that this person is still right there listening to us. Yeah. Like, so there we could be this person, their family, yeah. somebody they know. There's a lot yeah. going on. So, yeah. yeah. Always mind your P's and Q's. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm still yeah. alive. Oh, God, Anyways, I think we've killed that one yeah. enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Anyways. Okay, any more, boys? Nope. Or nothing more. Nothing more. I think we uh, drug that out. So, mm-hmm. thank you for listening, everybody. Stay safe. And stay peaceful.